Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Puck Talk Live podcast. My name is Logan Rosengart. With me on the call, as always, we got Rafi Serafian and Noah Foster. It is a bit of a late upload. It is a, this was our last day of school. We had our senior honors and award ceremony that was live streamed to the interwebs for anyone that wants to watch it. I don't think you do, so I'm not going to plug it. Noah, Rafi, it's a bittersweet evening. How are you guys doing tonight? You missed our. You missed part of our title. Uh, we're now high school graduates. Well, I guess not technically. Technically not. We had technically that, that, that's in two weeks. Not. I still have Seriously? one math assignment oh, left. Geez. So once I do that, then I. Yeah, it's due on Sunday, but I'm gonna all right, wait until so tomorrow night. Logan and I it. have completed all of our high school assignments. Rafi's getting there. He'll he'll finish it tomorrow. Uh, technically, I guess we're high school graduates. Sure. I mean, not officially, but unofficially, we're. Officially, high school grad. I don't even know what I'm saying. We're done, We're with, done with high school. Ed, We're done with school. Short. We're done with school. Exactly. There are a couple of things that have happened since our last episode on Tuesday. Nothing really major. There was a tweet sent out by Elliot Friedman. Uh, teams are allowed 28 to bring 28 skaters and an unlimited amount of goaltenders with them per Elliot Friedman on Twitter. Uh, I don't know if that goes towards or against the 50-team personnel. That is unclear. But 28 skaters and an unlimited amount of goalies, and an unlimited amount of pillows. That is about the only news that I have uh, coming out from there. Other than, uh, you know, you have the news stories of team teams talking about, you know, their odds, uh, people in the NHL rider community give their, giving their predictions on the playing games. Uh, we will get more in-depth on the playing game predictions as we find out rosters, uh, who gets called up, who doesn't, et cetera, et cetera. Bracket, yep. how, if it's going to be a bracket or there's reseeding. And then once that stuff gets organized, then we can get you guys our Stanley Cup prediction. <laughs> Bruins, um, and you guys will hear who we uh, think will win the Cup. Boston! Uh, sorry, <laughs> a little bit sick. Uh, a little bit when, and we're just not, I think we mentioned it before. We're just not going to talk about the fact that uh, – I, guess, I mean, I guess Logan's prediction at the beginning of the year still stands. Uh, Montreal Canadiens could technically win the Cup. Technically, they could. <laughs> Anything can happen. You know what? This it's is, this, hockey, this, is August, this is August. Um, I can't think of a synonym for madness that starts with A. August anger. Yes. Now on sure. TBS. <laughs> <laughs> Download the August Way anger to go. app. What a name. August Anger you heard app it here on first, the Google the Play Store and you heard it here Play first. Store because <laughs> okay, but just just to come back though to that Stanley Cup predictions, Logan, you predicted Montreal over Dallas in seven. Noah picked Colorado being the, the Capitals in six. No, this is this is an uncertain time in the NHL's six, history, so. and I know I said this. No, I'm not going to use it as. <laughs> and an you're going to use that as an excuse. I'm not going to use it as an excuse. Canadians I wanted to use it as an excuse. Cup. I would have said that outright. I would have just said, "Forget what I said." It never they happened. Bailed you the coronavirus out. took me over. But what I was going to say <laughs> before you ruined, they really bailed you out. You here. interrupted me. <laughs> was actually, it's kind of ironic. You're interrupting me instead of me interrupting you. Uh, it is ironic. You gotta, you gotta get your couple shots. Gotta get, you gotta get, get your back shots somehow. There. But what I was going to say. Uh, with, with the uh, uncertainty of the league uh, and the uncertainty of our times and the weirdness around this virus, I think it would be fitting if we gave new predictions. Okay, I guess we're just getting put on the spot here. Yeah. Uh, I didn't prepare for this. Sure. 
I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah. Uh, all right. We yeah. act like we don't Snape, know. Yeah, Rafi, 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 go but ahead and solve. We can still do that. So I gotta think about mine. Not really, but I gotta think about mine. Okay, so I'll, I'll stall for a bit. As you guys heard by my under the weather coughs, I firmly believe the Boston Bruins on the hashtag Revenge Tour are going to win the cup this year. The President's Trophy hasn't been too good for Will they break the teams curse? this yeah. century, but I think they can. I think that overall, the fact that they just came back with such fire after losing reminds me a lot of the 2011 Vancouver Canucks who won the President's Trophy, failed, then won the President's Trophy again, right. but then proceeded to lose to the mm-hmm. eight-seed Kings who won the cup. But I see something different with Boston, and I see something in their eyes that I haven't seen since the 2010 Eastern Conference Finals, Game 7. In that Game 7, the Boston Bruins had already blown a 3 to nothing lead in the series and had a 3 nothing lead <clears throat> on home ice in the third period. Okay, okay, Bruins fans, you're happy now. You're about to make it to the Cup Finals to face against the Blackhawks, who you know you're going to beat. They blew that lead also. They blew two, three, nothing's lead, leads, one in the series and one in game seven in the third period versus the Philadelphia Flyers. That was awful. But the next year, the Bruins went off. They didn't win the President's Trophy, but they just had so much firepower. They had that hashtag revenge tour mentality, made it always to the Stanley Cup, and beat Vancouver in seven, which is the main reason why Vancouver burnt to the ground. I see the same thing in their eyes this year with Boston. I think Boston's really, really wanting to get one more. I think Chara definitely wants it. Rask, who's been contemplating retirement, he wants it. Bergeron's getting, isn't getting younger. Marchand isn't getting younger. Pasternak's got to get a cup soon. You say that like Pasternak's like 35, 40. <laughs> and he's winding down in his points. Well, I'm say- well, he's like 20. Well, I'm saying, I'm just saying, like he- I'm shocked yeah, he hasn't gotten a like- cup yet. The Bruins have been really good so far. 28. He's and like and he, had, he was so close. The thing I was getting at, though, That's is true. he was so close to his first cup. And although I have no idea what it's like winning the Stanley Cup, I am a fan of a three-time Stanley Cup champion in the last last decade, and I got a cup with the Bruins, too. So I, I have to imagine like somewhat how that might feel for them to win that cup this year. And I firmly believe the Bruins will go hashtag revenge tour mode and beat – the Vegas Golden Knights in six. No, actually, no, in seven. That's true. If it's Boston, it's got to be in seven. Vegas. The Blackhawks are six. I like the that. Bruins are seven. I'm going to go. Yeah. Go for it. I'm interested. My Wait, but one last thing. And I'm going <laughs> to cut you off again, take another shot. I, I'm very interested to see, like how I was talking about the Rangers an episode or two ago. I'm very interested to see if Vegas goes with O'Reliable and Mark Underfleury or they decide to go with Robin Laner. So it'll definitely. I think you're crazy. That's what I think. I think I think you go with the guy who's been you, been there the whole time the with Mark Andre Fleury. I think you Pittsburgh could, Penguins. You, but you couldn't go tell that to the oh eight oh nine Pittsburgh Penguins and to the seventeen eighteen Vegas Golden Knights. Was it or was it eighteen nine? No, seventeen eighteen Vegas Golden Knights. So I think you can't go wrong, but it'll definitely be interesting to see who they decide to go with. But yeah, I got Boston I, over Vegas. I'm going to stick pretty firmly behind this the rest of the playoffs. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. Ask me that question again after the play-in rounds because I, I, I want to see how Montreal can play on a pretty healthy roster and a, like a motivated roster. 
playing against Pittsburgh. I want to see how they play against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Okay. Sorry, sorry. Wait, wait, wait. I just want to. I just want to clear this up, Logan. Yeah. Here's how they're playing here's how against Pittsburgh. Montreal Canadiens are going to come out with fire. They're going to come out. They want to get Carey Price uh, a cup. They want to do it for a carry. And they're, they're going to lose it. in four. Yeah. Th- no, they're losing three. <laughs> they're yeah. going to get. I, I I just want to see how they play because if they can, if they can get past Pittsburgh, I I don't think that they couldn't play that, that that Stanley Cup ho- caliber hockey to me. As I was saying though. Okay. Uh. I'm going to have to go with Philadelphia from the east. Man, the west is a little is a little wacky. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to pick Winnipeg because Winnipeg just does not have the offensive firepower that they need to 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 play uh I just don't think their defense without Bufflin and without True but like they don't really have too many. Yeah. I'm going to go been in the playoffs on their defense. So I, I do I want to say, Vegas? Connor I want to say Vegas. Tank, I think it's so going to be Vegas, Philadelphia with mm, Philly winning in seven. Do you remember the last time Philly won a championship? Yeah, you were Philadelphia. It, 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 it was Philly. The what? city. <laughs> yes, the you city, were. City. Not, not the organization. No. Yes. Not, not the organization in question. Okay. Oh, boy. I, if I had to choose a team that I – as if, if my Bruins side, the Bruins fan in me is speaking right now, I would not want to play against the Philadelphia Flyers at all. That's the one That's team true. I do not want to see the Bruins run into. Because if that team recaptures the spark – one, we're going to get an amazing series of the two face off against each other. But that's probably the number one team until um, the conference final, too. Yeah, depending on where the round the Eastern Robin Conference goes. Finals, yep. which would be super, super interesting. I yeah, I really, the winner gets to that's play the, the thing Hawks. that I really Ooh, like about kidding. this year's format. I'm not the biggest fan that if this was a, I don't think this should be a permanent thing. But no. I'm a big fan that the top four seeds are in a round robin. Oh, because for sure we not. Can, the the storylines that come that that potentially could show up in the what would be division championship rounds of the uh, playoffs, it is super fun. Like, the idea of a Bruins-Philadelphia um, crazy series happening in the playoffs for to, to get to the conference final would be nuts. Could you imagine oh, a Bruins-Montreal? Bruins uh, Could you imagine a Bruins-Montreal? Pretty much Bruins, Bruins versus, versus Pittsburgh. Bruins versus Montreal. Bruins versus Philadelphia. Rangers... Rangers versus Capitals, Capitals versus a Lightning, lot, Rangers yeah, versus Lightning. There's so many great matchups that have like the East used to be so much fun. We're going to be Canadians, once, Rangers, once, Lightning, I, Capitals. I'm convinced once once Ottawa and Bruins, gets like back what's it when the they're scene, it's going to be really interesting. No, no, oh, I know my no, ten no, second no, minute no, I'm not wrong. Are we doing this every like, show you now? Want to make a point about the East being entertaining and the East being fun to watch in the playoffs? No, no, I, I. I know. I have supported that outside of the show. I have supported you on that Ottawa Centers comment. But yeah, I'm just reminiscing in the old olden days of the early 2010s because those are those are so much fun to watch. Partially because the Hawks won three cups, but also the fact that the Eastern Conference was absolutely loaded. It was, oh my gosh, every single time one of those series was, was going on, I felt like a the, um, kid on Christmas. The Kings. Like I, lo- uh, I love, I love, I was not. King- I loved Kings hockey I before they beat us in in fourteen. They were yeah. fun to watch. Like I, I don't think you can deny that they were a fun team to watch. They were a fun team to watch. That's I what say, I, mean. I enjoyed. Watch. I, I never say, said I enjoyed I enjoy- watching like, them. 
You know, I didn't. I don't. I don't really remember I mean, I, watching I, that LA Kings back in the I day. Watch I just remember watching the Hawks and the Bruins because they and were the out Canadians of and the Rangers and the Lightning. I, I just don't market, remember. But like know? the playoffs when it came around, I was all over the Kings. I loved it. The King. The Kings are the reason why I don't have a Blackhawks. <laughs> what's What's the story behind that? I always forget. Like the Stanley Cup. No, twenty fifteen Stanley Cup finals. Almost had a perfect bracket. Yeah, so we're going to go off on tangent here, and that's kind of Wait, fine. Whoa, 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 whoa. We don't what have too much plan for the show today. I still haven't done my predictions yet. We'll get to it. We'll get to them. All right. Yes, we'll get to it. We get to, we'll get to it. We're <laughs> only like 15 minutes into the show. We have plenty of time. So anyways, anywho, so, yeah, so much every year NHL show. does their bracket <laughs> challenge thing, and all the fans, <laughs> everyone submits their brackets, and the winner, so this is 2014, and the young hockey analyst in me was ready to make my yearly cup predictions as I had been the past few years. Now, me being the absolute genius that I was, I knew that although the Hawks were looking really good in 2014, that you should never go with, you should never let your fan base dictate who you think will win the cup. So I decided to pick the San Jose Sharks play against the New York Rangers in the Stanley Cup Finals. The, the awards for that year was a motorcycle that you could customize, two tickets to the uh, next oh year's Stanley Cup Finals, so the 2015 Stanley Cup Finals. And I don't remember the ordering. And then there's something else, too, like an NHL subscription. I, I don't know. So remember. my question is... But those were, like, like, the top what, three things. Was there an age restriction? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> But then again, if I need That's to, true. I can have my dad. I could have had my dad claim it. But regardless, I picked the Sharks versus the Rangers, and I throughout the whole playoffs, I only missed two predictions where I messed up two things, and those were predicting the first round matchups. Oh, wow. You had to predict what the matchups were for each series in the first wow. round. So yeah, I was perfect the whole way. I will never forget. I think it was like two or three days before I showed my dad and my brother my bracket, and my brother said you should pick the Kings instead of the Sharks. I said, no, you're crazy. You're like 10. Why? What? No, you're just <laughs> speaking out. You're a Penguins You should have listened to him, bud. I, yeah. He, he made... He makes me, yep, every time I bring you up know, that... You cool it would have been for you he, freshman he year sure to I have remember. your dad or your mom, Rita, pull up on the damn motorcycle? Oh, are we not going to talk about the fact There's no that way I would have gotten that gotten motorcycle. to the 2015 Stanley Cup final where I went, the Blackhawks I, I went won to a, it? I went to a, a game. That was I went, the worst part. I went part. to a game in the, uh, in the 15 final. That was the final. worst part. Oh, you're cool. Yeah. Yeah, but it, imagine getting the chance. Like, I didn't know. Like, when that happened, I was pretty <laughs> bummed. I won the motorcycle. But then the next <laughs> year, I was like, wheels, oh, shoot. Man. I could have gone to the Stanley Cup finals <laughs> for the Blackhawks. And it wouldn't, it wouldn't have been like it was all the way in, like, I don't know, like Tampa Bay versus like, I don't know, Vegas. And I was like, oh, okay, I can't play. I can't go that far. Like, unless Vegas they paid for the whole trip. Interesting. But like, that, the Hawks. Make this happen. Make it yeah. happen, Gary Bettman. We are seniors in high school. <laughs> Our senior year has been ruined. Damn it, Gary Bettman. Give Ralphie his motorcycle and give Noah an authentic jersey. I don't care. Make it happen. Yeah. Nothing Nothing for you, Lovo. Again. <laughs> Yeah, and get, Canadi- get the Canadians <laughs> in the Cup sure. Finals this you know year. What? Sure, let's do it. Blackhawks Canadians final. Sure, <laughs> I will fly to your yeah, house, so Gary. I won't fly at, to your at house. the end. <laughs> <laughs> at the so at the end of the day, to recap the story, I should have listened to my brother, and I lost out on some a sweet memory, and I still kind of hold the grudge to this day. But 
Yeah, eh. whatever. You move yeah. on from it. You know what they say? Respect your uh, the, the, respect your uh, young youngins. Yes, <laughs> my favorite saying. Yes, of course. It was from from that day. Except, except your brother, because he's a Penguins fan. No, for, forget, forget, forget him. Forget Nard. Yeah. And <laughs> speaking of younglings, <laughs> Noah, you're older than me, but still. Speaking of you younglings, should probably Rafi. tell your cup prediction. Yeah, he's so I can stop man. thinking about how dumb I was. Yep. He's, he, he, no, I was talking about I am Noah. the youngest he's young on the He's 18. Yes. He's a ripe young man ready for... Uh, oh, the, he is a young man. Ready for the uh, machine to take him. What? <laughs> Not like in un not not an uncultured young you know the young machine not, not, not the Alabama machine um, that Barstool talked about like like the machine <laughs> the the capitalist corp the corporate machine that takes people <laughs> in with takes people in and pushes them out with business suits and briefcases you know oh, that kind yeah, of machine. right all right it's true but back Noah's to not going to be a businessman but Noah like. back to hockey I got so I have two scenarios in my head I've said it to the two of you before that if the Carolina Hurricanes dominate the series against the Rangers, and then presumably if they play the Capitals, dominate the series against the Capitals, they will go on and win the Stanley Cup. So, But the same can be said with the I Rangers. Just, I, don't, I don't agree, actually. Same can be said with the Rangers. I don't think the Rangers have the experience nor the talent to, if they dominate the Canes and dominate the Capitals, I don't think they have the experience or... All right. Yeah. I, I digress. So we can talk I about this after that, you make So like I said, if the Canes dominate the Rangers in the Capitals series, they will win the Stanley Cup. That's one prediction, but I don't think they're going to dominate both of those series. In fact, I think they're going to lose to the Capitals. That's a whole different story. Um, I think that a team from the West is going to win this year. So I'm going to say the, my first team uh, from the East that I think is the team that from the East I think is going to reach the Stanley Cup Finals is going to be the Washington Capitals. Yes, I'm betting against the Bruins. Is that a really dumb idea? Yeah, it is. But I think that Ovi has just been on another level this season, and that if the uh, Capitals can really get him going, Along with Braden Holpe, maybe he starts playing like I don't know, twenty eighteen Braden Holpe again, uh, and he starts proving his worth. If he's if he starts playing really well and Ovi's on a tear, then Boston's going to be in for a rough series. <clears throat> so I think the Capitals are going to lose to the Vegas Golden Knights in six games. And the reason I'm going to pick Vegas is Vegas is a really deep team. And we've said it before how why depth matters in the playoffs. That your stars will always show up, but when they don't, it's going to be your third and fourth line guys. Your third pairing of defense, that's going to matter. So they look at the Blackhawks. Yep. Look at the Blackhawks in 2015. Antoine Vermette and Tavo <laughs> Teravainen with two goals in a 2-1 win really late. And I believe it was like game Tava, three. Tava Tava beat was a Tampa Bay. He was playing third line minutes. Yep. He was, yes, he was a top player. But that, like he hadn't exactly. been yep. known as well. Like. Anthony Sorelli, for example, very underrated player that soon is yeah. going to be recognized by many people. But right now, it's like he's I just, think yeah, he's just another but... great thing about Vegas. And I think why part of the reason why they go in is their goaltending situation. That if you have two reliable goalies that you can count in night in, night out, if, if Flurry has a really bad night and he doesn't have a good backup, then you're like, well, <laughs> uh oh, I have to decide between a backup that I don't really trust that much. Or Flurry, who just came off of like a, giving up like five goals in two periods or whatever, like that's a really difficult decision to have to make as a head coach. But if you have you have Flurry and Laner, and I know Logan has said that Laner is the best goalie this season, yep. and I'm not, I think he's a top three. I'm, I haven't like done a lot of thinking about it, but he's definitely a top three goalie this season for sure. <clears> so having Flurry and Laner as your, if you have one of them has a bad game, and you say, all right, next one, Laner, you're going in for Flurry as the starter. 
floor you're going in and taking over laner's starting position. It's just that simple. So having goalie depth is going to matter as well. Yeah, very well-rounded team in general, though. Like, you, you have the veterans, you have the stars, you have the depth players. Like, Ryan Carpenter, for example, who's play, who played for Vegas the last two seasons, was really, really good on the fourth line and has been an amazing yep. penalty killer for us this year. So Vegas really chose their players well in the expansion draft, and it has made some very nice trades. I'd say the only bad signing or bad move they mm-hmm. made is the Paul Stastny contract. But even then, it's one more year next year of six and a half million dollars, and then he's a UFA. So, I I really like where Vegas is heading, and yeah, I I had Vegas going to the representing the West this year. I think it's definitely going to be interesting to see how the bye week teams perform. I think that's going to be a huge player bye week in how the rest the of the plans because oh, okay. round oh round you round mean the round robin the round robin that's what I mean yes. Cause, cause I feel like, and this could just be me hanging out with my brother too much, but I feel like the Pittsburgh Penguins could have a legitimate shot at making it to the Cup Finals this year, just for the pure fact that they've actually played those competitive, like meaning, like very meaningful games versus the Montreal Canadiens. And who knows? Maybe they do go off again. Matt Murray becomes playoff Matt Murray of the 2016-2017 Stanley Cup uh, campaigns. So. I, I wouldn't be shocked if we see a five or six seed on either side, except for Edmonton. <laughs> I don't like Edmonton, but a five or six seed on either side, like making a solid challenge. Carolina. Like, no, you brought up uh, Carolina, who I believe is the seventh seed, but still, like, there's some really good teams that are playing the playing games that I could see a, a legitimate chance that because they've played more meaningful games in the last few weeks, that they could theoretically make a go on a tear and just absolutely blow out the bye week team. So I think it'll definitely be, or round Robin teams, pardon me. So I think it'll be really interesting to see how the, how everyone starts playing. I think once we start seeing teams fresh on the ice and start playing again, I think we'll get an idea of who we feel is really going to put up a good fight. Especially if it's a team that pulled off an upset, right? Like we, I know the team we've been talking about a lot is the Rangers, but even the team like the Blackhawks who, who, if they pull off like a huge upset against Edmonton, I mean, completely, I'd say yeah. them, them and New York are probably the to keep two an eye for. top teams in the in the whole thing to keep an eye out for in the sense that they're lower seeds than their initial plan matchup, and they have they it makes sense to pick them going into the representing in the Western Conference yeah. semis or the Eastern. So Conference it's semis, it'll be really dangerous if those teams that pull off an upset in the first round of the qualifying matchups if they start getting heated up, watch out because it's going to be scary because they're going to be playing with house money. I mean, they're not they're not going to have anything look, to lose. Exactly. Look at look at a good story, and I know Logan, you love this story. You'll love mm-hmm. this story. Is the Carolina Hurricanes last year? I mean, they had a lot to prove last uh, year. I think the, the last first time, time they made they the playoffs. Made it, Logan, I, I'm not sure, but it's been a while since the last time they made the playoffs. Oh nine? I think it was oh nine. It was a ten year hiatus. Probably earlier that. Yeah. It. it yeah. It was. It was a while, and I, I remember <laughs> losing the bat, but. Regardless, back to the Carolina Hurricanes, though, because that was last season. They weren't really looked at like as a good team. They were looked at, okay, the Capitals are going to take care of these guys in five, like a bunch of jerks. Like They had some swagger to them in the regular season, but everyone just thought it was just some flaw. They made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. And granted, they did get swept by the Bruins, which I right. still brag to Logan to this day about. But the fact that they, were just, yeah. they came out of nowhere – 
and thank you. They went on a tear and they completely just blew out the Capitals. Lightning. Sorry, not the Lightning. Uh, the Capitals. Those on the and then in the second round, Logan, who'd they play against? They came off of a sweep. The Islanders. Yeah, the Islanders were also really hot too. But the fact that and then oh, they yeah. got Carolina, reverse sweeped. Who got reverse? Carolina yeah. just didn't. Messy. Yeah, messy, that was messy. a sweep. That was, that was crazy. Yeah, but I digress. The Carolina Hurricanes were a very underlooked team that really shined in the postseason for the first time in a while. And I wouldn't be shocked if we see something happen with a lower seed this mm-hmm. year or any seed that's playing in the playing game. So, so there were there were a couple things. There were a couple things that we missed uh, <laughs> this this past five days. And I'm going to start with the most important one of them, and that is the Coyote. Uh, the, the, I was I I almost just said the Coyote Hurricanes. Wow, it has been a long day. The Arizona Coyotes are wearing their Kachina jerseys for all of their home games. Yes, that is huge news. It, they are the best jerseys in the league right now. That's what I meant. Yeah, for I whole, think you for mean for the playoffs, the playoffs, the playoffs and play-in games. Yeah, because because you can't really say desi- like home game. Like yes, there's gonna be the home. There's gonna be the designated. Yeah, as you were about to say. The designated mm-hmm. home jerseys and the designated away jerseys. So, but technically, it's not we'll home, home games, games but to make it easier. So you they can are, continue. That is the most important news. Okay, that's everyone, fine. Everyone can go home. Stop listening now. It's the most important news you missed this week. Please don't. You're good. Um, <laughs> and people got happy about that proving the Coyotes once and for all do have fans. Moving on to the next piece of news, the Vancouver Canucks. Hot, the Vancouver, hot take uh, Notice how I'm just trying to get past that. <laughs> the Vancouver Canucks. <laughs> the Vancouver Canucks fired. We'll talk their, about it after the show. Their, uh, their head scout. I believe it was their head scout. I forget the guy's name. Not not much else to talk about. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I'm assuming it was something with either the vision in which they were trying to scout for or uh, whether or not prospect that they've picked up have not panned out. And because he's the head scout, he's the first to go. I don't know enough about the Vancouver organization other than Jim Benning being kind of an underrated GM. Um, that's that for that. I mean, granted... Last few years, Brock Besser got drafted. Elias Patterson got drafted. They did a pretty Quinn good job. Hughes got Thatcher drafted. Demko. No, no, no. Thatcher Demko got drafted. So, my, my, Michael Thatcher. Thatcher Demko. My bad. Not Patrick. Yeah. Demko's good. Yes, him as well. But Demko mm-hmm. was the – Demko's very good. But – yeah, so they they have been drafting some good guys, but then again, with every good pick, you also have your Sven Berchies, you have your Nikolai Goldobins. Nils Hoglander. So, but they did draft Nils Hoglander, though, who's looking very good. But, yes, so. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, it makes sense, but granted, he did pull off some very yeah. good picking like of I said. players. Like Elias Patterson, Brock Besser, no one really. They were like, Elias Patterson, for the most part, was thought of is like as a next staff Peter player. Like, no, he does, he's not going to pan out because it was the Nico. Look at the like. Look at that year. It was Nico Heischer versus Nolan Patrick, and neither of them are as good as Elias Patterson. Heischer's Nolan not, Patterson is trying to find bad. his way 
into he's like a more top six role. He, yeah, but no, he sure Absolutely. he sure has a still has a high ceiling. Nolan Patrick's ceiling is coming they, down. They a bit, but I still think he'd be a top six type. guy in the future. He has plenty of time to grow. But I th- sure. Yeah, I agree. But for the most part, Elias Patterson, definitely the move. Because the next pick, the Rangers have yes. the great honor of choosing okay. Elias Anderson. <laughs> Leah Anderson. Yes. So, uh, starring the Swedish Hockey League. The NHL announced that the regular season uh, ended. Stats will not be kept. Any, any stats uh, tracked will not count towards regular season point totals. With that being said, we have a couple winners for um for some hardware the president's trophy dun 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 won by the boston bruins leading the entire league in points or best record with 100 the art ross trophy or the player with the most points goes to leon dreisaitl far and above head and shoulders the best player this season totally proved the haters wrong by saying that rafi me you um, Rafi, <laughs> Logan. I, I was a hater. I was a hater. Yep. One, once you uh, were going to pause, I was going to throw in the fact. Not on, <laughs> uh, not on uh, which is a Long, lot more than the 72. They did not play together. Yeah, he definitely. Yeah, he, uh, he, he definitely needed. Granted, but whoa, how many? There, you know there how was awesome, the power yeah, play, though. There was there, the power play, but yes. Yeah. No, yes. no, no, I'm just saying the power play. The, the power play was lethal, and yes, you there were was not on. The power he was play not on a traditional line, with but yes, McDavid. Leon Dreisaitl, nine times out of ten, completely. The Rocket Richard Trophy, yeah, what McDavid. was split? Yes, between David Pasternak and Alex Ovechkin, who got his ninth Rocket Richard Trophy, greatest goal scorer of all time. It's his ninth. Was a was a, was a oh, yeah. was a great year to decide Beautiful to get a person. David Pasternak jersey. I just want to point out last off season. I just want to point out that uh, Alex Ovechkin has won nine Rocket Richard trophies. Like since he, since his first one, there have been thirteen awards, thirteen Rocket Richard uh, awards given out. He's won nine of them. That's absurd. Yeah, that's that, unbelievably it's absurd. Wayne Gretzky, art. you like that? His buddy? scoring. Actually, Wayne Gretzky <laughs> probably has a ton of those. You know what? Like, imagine getting your ninth Art Ross trophy. Like, what do you do with <laughs> the ninth one? In? Like, like, I get it. I get if you got your tenth one and you're like, thank you. But like the ninth, like the probably just seventh, leaves it. Probably like, just leaves them in the like, road like, to ten. Show, like, like at this point, it's just another. It's just another thing. Space. You know, probably space in the house. And he's have and he's got another kid on the way. Crazy. He's got another kid he, on the he way. Smiles, he smiles. He shakes you know, better yeah. than save all the trophies in one room anymore. Unless he's gonna have the two kids stay in the same room, but you know, down the line, yeah. Can you the kids. They'll just put, they'll just shove them all in this closet. <laughs> no, just, no, no. Yes, no. That was quick. That was quick. God no. God no. Now we're at a twenty. We were we were at like a five. The and William Jennings Trophy went to the Boston Bruins goalie tandem. Of Tuka Rask and Yaroslav Halak, this go- this trophy goes to the team Ooh. that allows the least amount of goals. Last year was the New York Islanders with y- not Yaroslav Halak, uh, Thomas Grice and, Grice and Robin Grice Lehner. And Thomas Grice, Thomas and Robin Grice, Lehner, once again, and were, uh, Robin Lehner in the in the running. Or uh, my bad, uh, Thomas Grice and Semyon Varlamov of the Islanders were in the running again. They were top five, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Both 
Varlamov, v- Varlamov Absolutely. since Very been defense. Islands has been spectacular. Scary. And Thomas Grice. Absolutely. Actually, for the signed, record, just bad. to clear things up for uh, all the viewers, Colorado. he was actually signed been by fantastic. the Islanders. I know it's only been one season, but he has been fantastic in New York. I love him. I love Varlamov. It's probably the most. I've heard some mixture. Thomas Bryce is also very good. I'd say he's been doing pretty good. Yes, it's probably the most underrated. Like Noah, really good goalie tandem in the league. Like there's underrated and there's like, oh, these guys are good, but they're not that good. Like that's what you think about the Islanders. But Grice, if we want to get into like stellar this season, advanced stats, not to get too far into it. Like, oh god, no, like Laner and Vladimir were like a top five tandem in the league. Go go it, mm-hmm. before before the trade deadline. Well, like they left. were a top five tandem in the league, not just oh, not sure. based on name alone. Like they for sure were saving both of them, mainly Laner, but but, but both of them <laughs> were saving them. Uh, high percent high percentage shots, high quality shots at a higher rate than majority of the league. And in front of a bad behind yep. a bad defense, that yeah. proves something. And- Mm-hmm. The Hawks definitely would have been in the cellar and not playing yep. some playing hockey. Robin Lehner. Had it not been for Sabres Robin Lehner the and then Corey Crawford down the stretch. Might have. Oh, jeez. Might have. They really would have. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, finally, we've gotten his playoffs. Yeah, but I, I think it's bounced. I think, we need to, I think we need to also highlight the fact that Yaroslav Halak has been kind of just like R- sneaking Rask around the NHL is a free last, agent, right? like, Several years. He's 32, He's 34 years old now. A contract here. Next year. Rask Next is year. not a free agent. His deal expired. He has one more year. But Yaroslav Halak has just been sneaking his way around. He's played good for the Islanders. He's played good around the league. Like this year, I, I'm, I'm very happy that he finally got some type of credit for how good he is. Like he's, he's a really serviceable backup. And honestly, if the Hawks, if the Hawks just signed Halak and couldn't bring back Crawford, I'd be perfectly fine with Halak starting in net for us. I think Halak's a really good goalie. And his best years have been the last few years. So a very late bloomer, per se, but really good. Really deserving shine. of this award. Not, yeah, not taking to shine away from behind such a superstar obviously. goalie like Rask. But when Rask, has had his, when Rask has been taken out for rest purposes, Halak has really stepped up and yeah. played very well for, I was going to say for a backup, but like he could be a, he could be, yeah, Boston's definitely defense helped a little bit, but Halak could definitely be a starter on an average team for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> Boston's defense isn't too bad. I mean, they have Tory Krug, they have Charon McVoy. The rest of their is kind of like Blackhawks below Blackhawks level, like more. Like they're not Carlo. They they need some work, so they're not the best, but they have some time to develop. So the fact that Halak has just held his ground throughout the season when Tuka Rask would be resting or injured really shows how good, like how they were just able to stand on their head sometimes too. Like when the first, when the first line can't produce, like you, you need to rely on your defensive goaltending. And I think Halak really is very deserving of this award as is Tuka we Rask. Talk, we talk about Tuka Rask. I talk way too much about Tuka Rask. Yeah. So it's important. It's important to give credit to mm-hmm. those who, are behind the Speaking of Tuka Rask, and I want to get into more individual awards, even though this these is, this have is, not... This is a preface. This uh, is not the official voting. Not... This is NHL.com voting. No. Yeah, exactly. 
they do this a bunch before the actual awards. So like the weeks leading up to it, they they yeah. start doing these, which is so very interesting. In the NHL.com no, uh, voting, Tuukka Rask uh, leads Connor Hellybuck, who leads Andre Vasilevsky in the Vesna, uh, in the in the voting for Vesna. Again, this is not obviously official voting. This is just kind of predictions. This is probably one of the closest race between two goalies I've seen in a while. Because Tuukka Rask had a again. really, really good season. Exactly, again. And Connor Hellybuck stood on his head again. Vasilevsky, eh, less impressive. Still impressive, but less impressive than those two, in my opinion. Compared, yes, exactly. Compared to them, like, if you told, if you, if I had the, if I had a randomizer and whichever goalie landed on out of all the goalies in the league, and that was going to be my start for the season, if it landed on Vasilevsky, I'm not going to be like, shoot, I wanted Tuka or I want, I wanted Hello. Still, what? No. Yeah. But take behind, behind the Lightning defense, but putting up those numbers is much less impressive than the Bruins or the Jets defense, for sure. I I mean, if I look at the Vesna, as much as Tuka Rask deserves, and as much as I've been supporting Tuka Rask, I feel like there's a huge, huge argument to be made that Connor Halibut deserves it over Tuka Rask for the main purpose of the fact that had this COVID-19 stuff never happened and had the season played out, if the Winnipeg Jets made the playoffs, Connor Halibut could have easily been really neck and neck or even beating Tuka Rask for the rest of the voting. It would have been incredibly tight. Because Connor Hellebuck, you lose Dustin Bufflin due to personal issues. You lose your other defenseman, Jacob Truba, who you trade to the Rangers, who wasn't worth $8 million. I digress. The defense isn't looking too good. Like, Neil Pionk is a good defense. He's a good offensive defenseman, but lacks on the defensive side. He was really good in that. I feel like with the defense that he was given to, it looked a lot like the Hawks defense. And he kind of, he looked just like Robin Lehner would from night and night. And to come give a nice comparison to all the Hawks fans listening. So I, I could really see if Connor Hallibuck willed his team into the playoffs in a regular 16 playoff format. I, I would, I wouldn't be upset to see Connor Hallibuck. For the, the record, in my opinion, uh, Hallibuck was saving uh, his save percentage was 0.922. Uh, this season, his his goals against average isn't fantastic. It's a two five, but like playing playing behind the defense, you're gonna give up a lot of goals. The most important thing is that safe percentage. Exactly, is that safe? It's percentage like Robin Lehner, where he's if he's facing a lot of shots, how many of them is he stopping? Say stopping ninety two point two percent is pretty solid for a goaltender, uh, especially behind that defense. So he's certainly very deserving of it. Do I think he's gonna win it? No, but. Because I think Tuka was just too good this season, but he's certainly in the race uh, right now, at least. Moving on to this one is really interesting. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Also, one last thing. One last thing Very to good. point out, too. Sorry. So, number one in shots allowed this season. Yikes. The Chicago Blackhawks. Fifth. The Winnipeg terrible Jets. backup behind them. No Connor offense Hellbuck. to Brassois. Really terrible good case backup for Consmith MVP for Consmith. Yeah, it's literally just, it's it is yeah, literally just not, not good out there holding down the fort. Yeah, moving to on to the Noah, MVP of the again. league, otherwise known as the Hart Trophy, and again in the NHL.com, not the official voting, but the NHL.com uh, writers their votes. Drysaitel leads McKinnon, who leads Pasternak. Huh. There's a name missing for that list that I think should be on there. 
yeah, I, I agree. John Scott. Um, where's Artemi Panarin? What? Where? Where's he? Why, why is he like not even being considered for this? I, I. Granted, granted, they were showing only the top three for the re- the other awards too, but. Yeah, they should have at least given like a also receiving I votes. Artemi Panarin. I think Panarin like, deserves the heart votes. more than uh, more than Pasternak does. You know, yeah. I I know an, I know a guy. Who's, yeah, it's who's the same reason I was so gung ho on Jack heart. Eichel for a while. Logan, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. To me, there's something about someone that brings a team back from the dead, even though they were kind of quietly in the wild card race this whole season. It, 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 you, you sign a contract the way that he did. You're hailed as the difference maker the way that you are. You go in, your star player in Mika Zibanejad is injured the way that he was for the however long he was injured. And Artemi Panarin absolutely lights it up in Broadway. But he isn't going to win the, the heart. Like, it's, it, it's, it's inevitable. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, every year we see a player that, like, is far – like, Nathan McKinnon last year, to me, got snubbed. Yeah. I think that – Kucherov won it you last say, year. I you can make the case. I mean, every so, – think... point totals. Yeah, Kucherov, anyone can't – I don't mean I, I say anyone liberally here. Anyone can get 128 points. I think on the lightning. Sure, I see that argument. I I think, I think, and you guys feel free to discuss and comment after. I feel like there needs to be an award for the best player in the league. And the so most then, with that being said, I, f- I, f- I feel like you have I feel 30. Like we get very mixed up between the two, fucking, and so does everyone else. Uh, thirty awards. I'll mark thirty awards, splits, but you have thirty like be, awards. Thirty. Like, yeah, awards you'd be given, now. right? I, I I don't agree. I don't think so. I'm not. I'm not saying you're giving 31 awards out. I'm saying that it would be just like any I other think, award. So but this is character? more. Who's like, the most valuable to their what team? You're saying, but like, then no. versus who? Like, like this year? No, I'm saying. So, for example, Artemi oh. Panarin is no question would win the most valuable player to his team. But Leon Draisaitl is was obviously the best yeah. player on the ice this season. It's like last year, as you were saying, Nathan McKinnon would have been the most but valuable player to their team of the league MVP. But Kucherov, with 128 points, you can't say that, oh, you can't make the argument that like he doesn't deserve to be the most valuable player in the league. And I think that we're, we're yeah. having this problem now. And we, you, you're arguing this point, too. You're kind of fueling this argument. The fact that there's, so, there's such conflict between the voters that they don't know whether or not to vote for the best player in the NHL or the best player – who's willed their team into the last. So I, I think there's a lot of fogginess in the voting. And I think if we just split the two up into two trophies, I'm not saying you get a trophy, you get a trophy, everyone gets a trophy. Because that's not what life is. But I just think that in, if there's so much fogginess between this, between this one award, just split it up so then you have two awards. And no one's ever going to be happy. You're never going to have 100% of the people happy with whatever you do. But at least there's more people that can understand why that happened. I, I, I think I think there's something to be said. Like take this year for example, that like Panarin is 
most valuable player to his team because he basically solo carried the Rangers while Zibanejad was recovering. And then even when Zibanejad did come back, Panarin didn't just like slink away into the shadows. He's still the best player on their team. Uh, but like Dreisaitl is just, uh, it wasn't just on another level this year. Like won the Art Ross is, and is like pretty much guaranteed to win the heart this year. If he doesn't, I will be very, very surprised. Uh, but I think that there there is something to be said about uh, the best player, the league MVP and the best player to their team, because they will almost <clears throat> always certainly be different players because you're always going to have, because with two players of equal skill, one on a, one on an okay team and one on a good team, the one on the good team is going to produce more. The one on the good team is going to look better by the eye test um, because they're just playing with better players. If you look at Kucherov, he was playing with better players than McKinnon was. Well, I guess that's a bit debatable, but for the, pur- for the purpose of this argument, we'll go with it. So they're always going to look better, but so it's, it's very rare that you're going to have the best player to their team who's literally like solo carrying their team to the playoffs and to being the best team in the league. It's probably not going to happen because obviously it's more than hockey player or hockey team is just more than one player breaking his back yeah. carrying the team. I mean, yeah. <laughs> So this, so it seems like this year, Drysdale is going to win the Hart League MVP. I I think they should implement best player to their team, uh, because let's be honest, the qualifications for uh, winning an NHL award aren't exactly like a like an individual award aren't exactly um, clear anyway. I got like Brock Richard's pretty easy. Our Ross is pretty easy. Those are just numbers, but like pretty much everything else. The statistical ones are the like the Jennings yeah, one and all that. Numbers. So that's pretty easy. But once you get to like, like the Vesna is like hard, kind of hard. Selkie. Hard is like I'd say hard is the probably the hardest. Like, yeah, diff, most difficult one. This so I just looked this up, did a quick search and uh, on Wikipedia, so not too credible. The Hart Memorial Trophy, originally known as the Hart Trophy, is awarded annually to the player judged most valuable to his team in the National that Hockey League. Like, like that that's but just like still... not how it works anymore. Like So theoretically by that I would Our say... Tommy Panarin should with a heart by the definition. But we all know it doesn't go by the definition right now. So And that's and that's the problem. And I, I feel like there's sh- do I think that there's gonna be ever be a change? No. But do I think it's important to be brought up? Yes. And that's why I'm making my right. I, mean, I guess the heart technically is then the trophy like most valuable to the team, but Yep, it's not, not much, not yeah. much. So then you either. just do the MVP like, of the league or something like that. It, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it just makes sense. <laughs> we all. This is very odd. Like, like we all, you two like, both it, agree with me. I feel so like the hardest, the most contentious award in the league, but it's the most contentious. Yeah, exactly. That's that's why it's so like. Like all the awards, all the awards are important, but it's just something about the Hart Trophy that like really gets. Like for example, Taylor Hall won the Hart a few years ago with the Devils. That he was mm-hmm. the most valuable player to his team. Like he, it was a lot like a per se or Temi Panarin yeah. story this year. So I don't know. I think it's interesting to discuss. And all right, that I, I, I think it's important about you know, beats so. it. For this episode of the Puck Talk Live podcast, a late recording, a late upload. We do apologize. Important life moments, important milestones. But 
The show must go on Tuesday, Friday, every week. Look out for it on Instagram at the Puck Talk Live. I don't even know if it's D. Is it D? No, it's just at Puck Talk Live. Find us on Apple it's Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify yeah. Podcasts, and Anchor, the Puck Talk Live Podcast. Follow us. Tell us what you want to hear. Give us a topic. Give us a debate. We will gladly respond. We have nothing but time now that school is out. Be sure to check out hotshotsmedia.net for tons of sports and pop culture content. We are blowing up right now. And I mean that quite literally. We are doing pretty good for it being a week old website. I'm pretty proud of it. You guys should read it. It's an awesome website. I'm Logan Rosengard, Noah Foster, and Ravi Sarafian on the call. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you guys Tuesday.